Hey, boys and girls. It's your favorite fat man at the front desk, Jason Modcast founder David K. Montoya, and I interrupt this fantastic, stupendous podcast with these important messages. Starting February 2nd, the Jason Modcast network is going to be black. It's going to be black for the following 27 days. That's right. For the entire month of February, we're going black. Uh, and But we will be back March 1st. Uh, we've got some things that we need to get caught up on, you know, with the holidays behind us now. It's just time to get caught up. And, you know, plus I'm working on this little cartoon thing. It just kind of played a little bit of my attention. Not, not a real big deal. But for an added bonus, though, two shows will continue to go on, even though the rest of the, of the other podcast shows are going to be going black. On Tuesdays, the boys from the Great White North, the movie Madhouse, will be continuing to run their regular show and then as an added bonus Fridays you'll get to hear my fat ass talk for a little while as we go and we enjoy the flashback Fridays and then like I said February 2nd to February 28th no added shows that means no scene red no uh, tree frog expose cafe or who's the boss what we think uh, don't get us started. So those shows will be returning. Then on March 1st, which is a Saturday, we start things right back up with what we think. And then from then until next year, we'll be running straight and smooth. So I just wanted to give you folks a heads up. And just to let you know, because we got some time before February 2nd, but I don't want you going to your favorite iTunes or your Stitcher trying to find a new podcast and like what happened so there you go all right that's it from this end this is your favorite fat man at the front desk david k montoya and now enjoy this fantastic jason modcast show and now enjoy this free jason modcast show welcome to see red Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. We are doing another daytime show. And you know what? Quite frankly, I think I like doing the daytime shows because you guys look wide fucking awake and it's nice. I know. Last time we were like half day. Uh, okay. I was over there falling asleep thinking about Assassin's Creed. I don't know why. Well, like I was saying last night, for some reason I had multiple nightmares. And I haven't had a, a real, honest to God, you know, demon trying to suck my soul out through my nose kind of nightmare 
in a long time. And I kept waking Lacey up because for like Lacey, she'll talk in her sleep. You know, you goddamn bitch, I'm going to kick your ass. She'll, you know, physically say those words. You know. But for me, for some reason, I can't make the words. And if if I'm asleep, it'll come out like, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, when I first met Lacey, and the first time she spent the night with me, I said, and that was, you know, during I was 17. I was having lots of nightmares at the time. I said, if if you hear me, wake me up. And it's it's actually been an ongoing thing. It's it's actually been so normal now that she'll be like, you're a nightmare. Pop! You know, wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, is the last thing that we watched was the remake. Uh, what's her name? Christina Ricci. Yeah. She played Lizzie Borden. And we watched the new Lizzie Borden movie, which was okay. Um, it was nothing scary. It was nothing traumatizing. I mean, if you go on, on Wikipedia and read it, it, the the actual depiction of reading the Wikipedia was a lot more frightening than the movie. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't like, you know, nothing scared me, but for some reason I had. And every time she'd wake me up, I'd go right back to sleep and I'd fall right back into that dream. So... I never dream, really. And if I do dream, it's the most random fucking shit in the world. Like, when... I I was so tired yesterday, I, I just passed out, and they were going to go to church. And they came back, and she woke me up, and I was like... I was like, half asleep. She's like, are you going to get up or what? I was like, yeah, because I smelled your mom making food. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up. So I got up, and I sat down, and I was like, I had the most weird fucking dream ever, right? And I had a dream that we were breeding cats. <laughs> and all the cats were ugly except one. And we kept that one from everybody else. So we had to lock it in the bathroom. So when the people came over, <laughs> they couldn't see the one cat that looked awesome, right? And this cat was, like, covered in spots, I swear. I don't know why we fucking kept this cat. It was the most random fucking dream in the world. And it was only two hours long. And it felt like an, an eternity. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, something, um, <coughs> what is the equivalent? I think like a, uh, what, you, what you could dream as like a two-hour movie yeah. is only like 15 seconds in real time. Yeah. Because you have to go and you have to get past your, your beta waves, go into rim, and it's because it's not live action. It's all happening in your, in your brain, and your synapses are firing so fast, you perceive it as two hours, but in actually it's only 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, let me just jump into something because I, I first I found it comical. Now, we I last episode we did the the meat spin, okay, but we never actually said what it was. And I received a couple, well, more than a couple emails. They're like, "You son of a bitch! You should have said what you're looking at." Well, we said we were fucking traumatized. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you want from us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess you know a lot of the listeners I, especially because like it, it didn't really face her and you could tell it didn't really face her but <laughs> both of us were like uh <laughs> funny <laughs> well it, it's because <clears throat> it was interesting one of the, the the people was like one person said oh that's fake and i'm and i was like huh? and they were saying that it was if you look at the body it's a chick's body but they've like cg'd the dick on there mm-hmm and I never thought about it. I just, I seen the dick spin. And I was like, oh, my eyes, you know. And actually, I, I've gone through and there's quite a few different people that have said very similar. It just looks like it's an, uh, a, a chick who's getting anal 
but they've CG'd the dick on there. And then there's some people who are saying, well, no, that's a dude. And then the other people are like, no, it's not a dude because the hips are too wide. It can't be a dude. So, But, yeah, we got some listener feedback. Saying, you son of a bitch. I'm not down with that type of homoeroticism. Who is? <laughs> None of us are, but it's funny I said that you guys said you were traumatized. <laughs> um. Let's see. Let me let's just clear up some business real fast and then we'll get into the show. This is going to be our last live show until March. Um because remember last year in February we we took that break. I mean, we're still going to record during March, but nothing's going to air because that way we're going to get four shows ahead. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to do that again in March. And everybody who's listening to the Jason Modcast Network should already know because there's like a two-minute blurb before every single podcast since January that's explaining this. But just letting you guys know, if you just happen to fast-forward right to us, you know, saying, you know, hey, boys and girls, you might have missed it. But we, this is going to be our last show until March. Let's see, March 2nd is Saturday. No, March 1st is Saturday. So Sunday. So we'll be back after. After this show, we'll be back March 3rd, one day before Rebecca's birthday. Yep, you'll be old as hell. 26? Yep. You're going to be 21, yeah? Yeah. Holy shit. May the 27th. Yep. We're just going to bypass how old I'm going to be. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there and, and let everybody know, because I don't want them going to you know Stitcher or iTunes and like, where the fuck's my show at? Like, uh, didn't you listen to the promos? You know, we're we're taking a. Plus, I have a really cool. Um, the website's going to change just a little bit, and it's it's taking a little bit more time because there's a lot of JavaScripting involved. And plus, you know, we're we're working on this little cartoon thing, and it's taking a very unique and unexpected turn. So, you know, that's I, I'm kind of hoping that it's going to take more time than what it's taking right now. That's all I can say right now. Uh, if if things come to fruition and, and it does happen the way I'm seeing it, you know, happen, then you know we'll we'll definitely let everybody in the world know what's going on. But right now we just gotta say, okay, something's happening, and this is what we're doing. All right, let's get into the show. Human senses. How many human senses are there? Six. Six. Not, there, no? not the M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Because the sixth sense is being able to see dead bodies. No, isn't there really like six senses? There's five. What are they? No, that's four. Your thumb doesn't count. It's an appendage. What is it? Sight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Typically, most people think that sight, hearing, smell, touch, and taste. I say perception is the sixth one. Is... The now Aristotle is the one. Aristotle. Aristotle. I said Straddle. <laughs> Noodles. Um, no. <laughs> he's the one who who came up with this concept, and that's what's taught. Well, that was what was taught in uh, science. You know, when actually the three of us in the three different generation gaps that we are, mm-hmm. that's what was taught. Now I've mentioned this quite a times before. Yeah, you know, I work at a hospital. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing my work, and some guys like, yeah, you know, one of the one of the seventeen senses is. I'm like, eh? what the, the fuck are you talking about? Seventeen senses. What? There's. Senses? He said that there's seventeen senses. 
I'm like, uh, maybe in your country, pal, but here in the 17. States, there's five. And he's like, no, scientists have just released that there is 17 of those fuckers now. And, <clears throat> okay. Let me just do you have a list open. of this? Because I'm really... Yes, I do. Um, we all got our monsters going today. Yeah. Okay. Jazzed me... up on the electric juice. Okay, like I said, there's sight, mm-hmm. hearing, touch, taste, smell. Mm-hmm. What about... And and that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through all of these and I want to I want to find out if you guys think bullshit or do you think this is an actual sense. The first one they're saying is our sixth sense mm-hmm. is balance, the sense of balance. Do you think that's actually a sense? I yeah. s- I still say that's uh, revolved around perception. But I still think it's a sense, sense of balance. Yeah, but. Here's my butt. And even though I'm bringing this up, I was listening. He's telling me. I was like, bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Mm-hmm. Balance is connected to your inner. Come on, Miss Biology. You've been there, too. Your inner what? Your inner. Ear. Ear. Oh, yeah, it is. Your balance. Because if if people who get ear infections can get vertigo. Right. So... Technically, because the ear is connected to your hearing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Sound has to do with balance. Yes. I call bullshit on balance. That's true. Yeah. The next one is the... And when I said this, I'm like... The, now, let me just throw out. If, if they spent as much time researching senses as they have to make this list of 17... And maybe put some type of effort into, the, I don't know, finding cure for cancer or finding cure for AIDS. I, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think Family Guy is right about that shit. They probably do have a cure for cancer, but they're only saving it for the people that are rich and powerful. They do have a cure for cancer. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to release it to the public because if you release it to the public, I, then there's I not going to be any health care. I see that thing about this guy who, who made something that they said could cure cancer. Really? But he's, no one will fund it or whatever. Really? Yeah. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. The sense of temperature. That's feel. Straight up feel. That's, that's Well, it is feel, but... You mean touch. Like, touch. Touch, yeah. yeah that's touch like and feel. The sense of temperature. You sense, your, you sense that you're hot. You sense that you're hot. Well, gee, I don't know. My fucking skin's a little clammy. I think I'm hot. No Again, I call feel. bullshit. You feel that. You feel yeah. that you're hot. If you have a sense that you're hot, you're feeling that you're hot. If you're fucking, if sweat's dropping down your balls, you feel that. <laughs> Hello. Um, there's one called vestibular. Vestibular. The sense of vestibular. Sorry. The sense of vestibular. Anybody know what that is? Heck no. Bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're actually here. We're joined with Terry. Terry Shearer. Do you know what the the sense of vestibular is? Well, on the new 17 senses, now there's 17, yeah. instead of five senses, there's 17 senses, they say, that scientists say. I don't know, vestibular is one of the new ones. Whatever. Vestibular. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, okay. Are you looking this up? Yes, I am. <laughs> We're fucking a man. Oh, and look at that. Oh. It's connected to the to the ear. Yes. The Turing vestibulo. So, which is a contributions it, to balance. Why it's so those two are connected to fucking hearing so the bullshit. Yep. Throw it, toss it, turn it, dry it, rinse it. I again, they're just like, I don't have anything to look up. Do you, Bob? Let's just make some new senses. You know, if they put okay. that much time and effort into fucking finding new senses, why don't they put that time and effort into the fucking government? Scientists have now concluded that idiots run the government. No shit. <laughs> Speaking of government, I know this is getting sidetracked. Um, did you see that North Korea issued a press release that said that they sent the first man to the sun? <laughs> what? Yes. Let me guess. He, he did, incinerated. He didn't come back. No. He made it there in 19 hours, and he came back in 19 hours. And he took a sample of the sun. How do you take a sample of the sun? This you is, can't. You'll die. This is this is not a joke. This is you can go and Google it. It's it's a North Korean astronaut. Well, they're not called astronauts in North Korea, but but North Korean man goes to sun and back or some shit like that. And you'll see. They were just. Is there pictures of this? He got like a. <laughs> Surprisingly, there is no pictures. I wonder why. Uh, yeah. He probably got like a a thermal there's, fucking. No, there's not even thing that could protect you from the sun. Yeah. No. no material. Yeah. That exactly. Could protect you from the sun's rays that we have. Full of it. So. I get hot standing outside. I've been bored looking at news trying to, you know, trying to come up with, um, well, Friday was a decent night at the hospital, so that's what I was trying to do is I was trying to come up with topics. Mm -hmm. And I seen that one. And uh, I was like, He what? took a sample of a star. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he, got, he captured some gas. Maybe. Yeah, he got it from inside of his suit. <laughs> Okay, let's jump back to the senses. What about the sense of pain? Feel, touch, hello. You could say emotional pain, but that I don't. That's to me that still revolves around like, like I said, like I say the sixth sense should be perception. <clears throat> Is this the way you're perceiving something? Yeah. You perceive that you feel a certain way mentally. I guess you could say, like, well, because I know, like, touch touch and feel aren't really the same thing. But I think feeling should be a sense, like, the sense of feeling, like, how you yeah. feel about certain things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, interesting enough, I would have actually... Okay, I would have bought that. Yeah. It's not on the list. Of course not. What about edic imagery? What is that? Uh, according to Wikipedia, edic imagery has been defined as the psychological literature... As a vision. Sight. Sight, right? Mm-hmm. Like seeing things. <clears throat> this one by far, and I was like, Magneto was right! The sense of magnetics. That's like the only one that could make sense to me. Because there, there is, like, magnetic waves and stuff like that. Right. But then, wouldn't if you felt the magnetic waves? Well, you don't feel them, but but I'm saying if you could, that would be considered touch. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. 
So if you walk through a magnetic chamber, you physically don't feel anything. You don't sense anything, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then how the fuck is that a sense? If you're unaware of it, that's like, okay, that's like going to uh, see the northern lights. We all know that the northern lights is a fucking magnetic magnetic field on top of the fucking earth. It reflects. Yeah. Solar flares come over the fucking top of the earth where the magnetic field hits, creating the fucking aurora. I, I'm glad you brought that up because our next sense is the sense of ultraviolet. <laughs> you can't see ultraviolet light. Nope. Well, you can, but you can't. Like, right. Like, ultraviolet light is used, like, well, obviously it's the sun's We know it's the sun's light, but it's also used, like, they use it now as, like, a light source. But it's not like you can see it. Like, you're looking at You see the color that's casting off the ball, but you can't see the actual. It's the spidey sense. I That's know. what it is. It's it's actually, we always thought it was Spidey sense, but it's ultraviolet, you know, bouncing know. off his head, giving him a sense, mm-hmm. his Spidey sense. <laughs> his suit's <laughs> reflecting it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. The sense of compassion. No. <laughs> You're close. Sense of being. No. The sense of infrared. Oh, speaking of infrared, this yeah. is kind How of funny. Close to that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> speaking of infrared, and yes. I don't think I've, I've told Rebecca this, but I seen a a, a video on, posted on Facebook, right? And uh, I don't know how they found this out, but apparently, if you have a good enough uh, infrared film type uh, uh, thing on your camera, uh huh, filter, go, yeah, a filter, uh huh, and you go to record with it. You can actually see the gas coming out of people's asses. Really? Yes, like farts and stuff. You can. I, I was like, "What? Like, this couldn't that. be real." So I looked it up. It's real. It's real. <laughs> Just like um. What? Hold on. Back to these senses. The sense of seeing light or or light. That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> and next to like it, them. it says long magnetic or long electro electromagnetic waves. That's the explanation to it. That's like trying to see microwaves. Um, Let me see a microwave. Okay, let me take you to the electric department. This one just kind of boggled my mind. The sense of iconic. The sense of iconic? Yes. And it says airborne iconic charge. I I can't even think. This stuff is so stupid. You know what? I think it's spelt wrong. I think it's ionic. Probably ionic. Probably. It's probably supposed to be I I O N I C, not I C O I C yeah. Okay. Um how do I fucking even pronounce that one? Vemer Vemero nasal sense. V O M E R sense of smell. I hear nasal, nasal smell. Yep. Uh huh. Proximal sense. What is that like? Proximity. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> no, this is this is kind of something weird because this kind of falls under um, psychology. You know, when I took mm-hmm. psychology, you know, everybody has their personal bubble. Yeah. And once that person, and you may not be completely coherent of what's going on, you could be talking to somebody else, but as soon as someone comes into your bubble. You become aware. You become alert. Yeah. 
that is your proximal sense. Okay, I, I get that. I'm I'm gonna give it a half a point. Yeah. Because people in like India, they don't have a personal bubble. If you've ever talked to, um, you know, Indian, you know, not not Native Americans, but Indian from India, they'll get right in your face when they talk to you. You know, there's they have no sense of personal space at all. Yeah. There's there's some people that even in the United States that will get up in your face. You're like, whoa, like, like they don't understand like personal space. So they're like, wipe your face, and you're like backing away from them slowly, trying to get out of their face. And they keep coming towards you. You're like, stop, please. Yes, not me. I'm like, if you keep getting any closer, there's a fist about to be in your face or a head. But that's about the shit out of your fucking head. That's <laughs> a proximal sense. Yeah. Now, when I heard about this one, this one made me chuckle. Electrical sense. What about the sense of getting electrocuted? Electricity, um, we know it hurts. Now, how do I explain? I can kind of see like electrostatic, but that's still touch. involved in touch. Right. Because if you, okay, here's, here's a, a really good case scenario. Okay. And this is how I can debunk the electrical. If that were true, that we could sense electrical discharge without the need of touch, yeah. then people with pacemakers would feel it every time with every beat of their heart. Exactly. So, I don't know. I, I just, that one, when I seen, when I seen it on the list, it just made me laugh because, like I said, what are they just reaching? You know? Yeah, they're just reaching for stars. You know, oh, we got to renew our government grant here. We better put out something scientific. You know, because, I mean, and, and the scientific process is, is obviously, they, they say that it was used for each of these. Yeah. How the fuck can you, okay, you can get a hypothesis. And I guess you can even test it Yeah. to a, a point. But how can you scientifically conclude these things these, are yes. true? They're not. Um, okay. Well, this one is like, eh, but then I'll, I'll bring it in. Okay. It's bariometric sense, which is like an astrospheric astro pressure. Thank you. So how how do you think... You know, just because of, of well, yes, you, you can feel the you difference feel, in climate, yeah. but how can you tell the difference in climate? My ears. Through your ears. <laughs> yeah. Headaches. Pressure on your ears. Mm -hmm. You feel it. When you change, like, climates, you, you get, like, the ear popping and... Right. That's why they say to drink a lot of water. There's less air. Believe it or not, we've actually covered 16 of the 17. And the the last one is geogravimetric sense. Yeah. Sensing mass differences. <laughs> Sight. You can sense mass differences with many of the other senses you have. Right, but I mean, how? 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 How is that an independent sense? I don't know. It takes something else. 
You can sense mass differences with your eyes, with your ears. It'd be different if you got fucking super superpowers and you can ride on rocks. Well, not even that. They're saying like mass differences, like okay, the difference of sound. You can sense that with your ears. Yeah. Mass difference of a taste with your mouth. You know, with sight. Mm -hmm. that, that's weird. So what it comes down to, boys and girls, is that there is five senses. Six. I still say six. I still say six too. Perception is a sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna hold on to this. Perception is a sense. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Cause, ha perception can be, it, it's almost universal. <sighs> okay. There's five and a half. I'll give it a half. Okay. I'll go with that. Cause I mean, it's a, a, a lot of the senses are physical senses. Cause if you think about it, perception could be a physical and a mental sense. <sighs> I think Intuition could be a sense. But that could also be revolved around perception. Yeah, it could. Because you know you get a feeling. <laughs> and then you get a feeling about something. Like, like sometimes some things will just give me feelings. Like, should I do that or not do it? And I'll just get a feeling in my gut. There's no, like, thought about it. Like, oh, I, I don't go through the process of, like, oh, is it good or is it bad? Like, the, the pros and cons. Like, sometimes I'll get a feeling about something to do it or not to do it. And I, just, right. and I follow my perception, like, my, perception, my intuition. <clears throat> but I mean, but what it comes down to is, um, sorry folks, everybody's waking up around us. Um, but what it comes down to is basically all these 11 other senses are bullshit. Are bullshit. Yep. And again, like I said, is it just because someone was trying to get, you know, uh, a renewal on their scientific, you know, science, um, yeah, science grant. Apparently. Like, we need to get more funding. But yeah, I was sitting, like I said, I was sitting at the hospital and they were talking about it. I'm like, I call bullshit, okay? I'm, I'm thinking really hard about this, this perception sense. I still can't believe that Pluto's not a planet. I just have to throw that out there. Yeah, <laughs> what's up with that? Why is it that... Uh, the when I was in school, Pluto was a planet. The science that we learned as children yeah. is being changed. Leave my childhood alone. Okay? What is Pluto now? A, a protoplanet. Meaning it's like half of a planet, basically. <laughs> you could be a planet it's if a you want to. You can. But you're not really it, a It's almost like a song. You could be a planet if you want to. <laughs> Some shit like that. I don't know why they would do that. Because, like I said, when I, even when I was in school, Pluto was a planet. I don't know why the fuck they decided to change it last minute. It was like, hey, look, we, you're not going to call it you a planet. You know I found out it wasn't a planet? With the kids, they're asking me, like, um, how many planets there were. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there's nine. They're like, what are there? So I'm like, I don't think there's nine. I think there's only eight. I'm like, what? You better name them, nigga. No. <laughs> they didn't even know the names of them. Got to be all gangster with it. Like, I remember when I was in school, they made us learn the names of the planets. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was part of the curriculum. Oh, they don't. Stephanie doesn't even know. And she's they don't even 15. say Uranus anymore. She's they like, Uranus. She's like, Uranus. Uh, yeah. I know there's Earth and Mars. Um, Saturn one, right? I'm like, oh, my God. What the probably the hardest part is, is would be to name them in order from the sun. That's easy. Well, I know, but I mean, for well, them, yeah. Nowadays, they don't make you learn anymore. Oh, she didn't even know all the planets. You know, I was only taught the planets one time, and I could barely remember them. Yeah, he doesn't know them all. <laughs> yeah, that's how much like, because usually, um, you would uh take science like within like kind of like. Earth science in between, like, 
six and well, yeah, six and uh, seventh grade, uh-huh. somewhere in between there. And earth science was only like half of. You know, I half learned. Of semester. I learned the planets when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I mean, and they were mm-hmm. like drilled into your brain, and I could say them forward and backward. I can I can say they've talked about the planets in elementary school, but they've never really like discussed what the planets were and stuff like that because I've never really done like solar systems and stuff until like middle school. Well, I'm sure they like changed the curriculum yeah. a lot like over the years of what mm-hmm. you because I remember in elementary school, I mean, in your high school, we had to do a a report on like one planet, right? But we all well not we all but you know my memory, <laughs> I knew all the planets already. Um. I did one. I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was. I think I did it on Venus. It was Venus or Mercury, and simply because it, to me it was just fascinating, the the concept of you know because those are the first two planets that are the closest to the sun, mm-hmm. and the the concept of you know you couldn't put a physical object there without it just bursting into flames. Yeah, I remember doing that, but. We didn't get to pick ours. We had we had them assigned. I got Mars. Well, that works. You can get in talking about Martian. You know. We weren't allowed to talk about that. It was like we had to talk about the temperature and the terrain. It was really boring. Well, the funny thing is, is that, you know, because they're like, oh, it's science fiction. But honestly, what was considered science fiction back in the 80s and 90s mm. is science fact now. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Back to the future. We don't have no hoverboards. <laughs> they did come out with hoverboards. Yeah. They did. They came out, in, uh, it was like late 80s. They came out with hoverboards, but they, they deemed them too dangerous for They public. have flying cars now, for God's sakes. Already. Well, I know that. They cost like over $100,000, but there's a lot of things that back then were science fiction that are science fact now. And they won't even release it to the public. That's right. that's the thing no, that I the, don't the like. The thing I watched is he said he wouldn't release it to the public because... He wants he wants to release it. The guy that invented this, because uh-huh. it, it looks like a freaking jet. I don't like the design of it. It looks like a damn jet plane, and it has tires, and then the tires go up, and you can like actually use it as like a, like a flying car. Yeah. But he said he didn't want to release it to the public until he felt like it was affordable for most people to be able to afford. It will never be able. That's not true. As time goes on, materials there's new materials that come out that are right. more affordable. So, you know, maybe in 20 years, it will be affordable to the public. Just maybe. like the the 3D printer, which I have to admit, when I first heard 3D printer, I thought it printed in 3D, you know, just a 3D image. Yeah. But I was completely wrong. It's It makes stuff. And I, oh, I yeah. Know. I've seen one of those before, too. Did you know <laughs> that that was actually created back in 1980? Really? Yes. It's oh, been wow. in private use since 1980. But now the general consumption, you know, we're just now getting it. And, you know, when I seen it, I was like, ooh, I can make my own action figures now. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Toy soldiers. Well, no, I was thinking like action figure, you know, a gnome action figure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like the the first thing that popped in my head was toy soldiers, you know, the opening where they were creating all the things. Oh, yes. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. 
her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Harry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, better, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one- to two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. I wanted to make that organ printer they've been working on forever. What is it? The organ printer. Well, that's funny you brought it up because that's one of the things that I want to talk about. And it's actually called bioprinting. Oh, uh, they have, that's what you're talking about? Yes. When I first learned about that, it was a while ago and it was on this, I don't think they have the show anymore, but it was like a show special that would come out. I, I found it on, um, on demand. Uh huh. Long time ago. And they showed like that car, the hover, like the hover car. All these different, like, advances. And at the time when I watched it, all they could make was living tissue. They couldn't make actual organs, but they could make heart tissue that pumped. Right. But it it didn't, like, once it was in the air, it would die eventually. Like, it couldn't keep living. But it was just really cool because you could actually see the tissue going boom, 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 boom. Well, right now they're saying they're about three to five years away from where they can, they'll be able to scan, like, a liver or a kidney or your heart. Mm. Print it out live tissue 
make it set. I think you have to make it set for like a month or something. And then replace your old one. That's cool. So that means, essentially... We're going to have zombies. No. Oh. <laughs> well, other than the brain. Because there's yeah. there's no way you can replicate your brain. No. Yeah. But as long as you have a sharp mind, you can live for a long, long time. Because there, there, there goes the rejection drugs that people yeah. have to take, you know, when they get transplants. Because, obviously, it's somebody else's organ, so there's going to be rejection. But if you're printing out the genetically same organ as yours, you know, DNA-wise, there's no rejection to it at all. Yeah. Nope. And that just, because I was watching on YouTube, like right now, they're taking collagen, liquid collagen, mm-hmm. and they're building the ear, right? And they they have it set for like a month for it to get hard. And you can literally bend it just like a regular ear. They attach it to the skin. And the skin grafts. Oh, and wow. It, it, wow. And within like a year, you might have a little scar, but you, you won't be able to tell. They could basically replace people's faces and shit. Yeah, now. Like well, because are... they also did their nose. Yeah. And you won't. You, you won't. Like I said, there might be a scar, you know, where they have to physically attach it, but. That's good for people who've had a lot of accidents, like disfiguring accidents. Stuff like I was going to say that that would be really good for like, uh, people that got hurt in the war yes like they have scarred faces and stuff like that because i know that they 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 walk around and i know people are like mm, but like people like that to me are like war heroes because they've yes. they've been through the action they know what's to be expected and what is expected absolutely and to me that like you know it that kind of warms my heart a little bit because i can give them some hope well, they can do like face transplants now, anyways. But right. it, the people still look disfigured. Like, right. It helps. Like that one guy who had no face or whatever. Right. They gave him a face, and he still looks like something out of a horror movie. Not too mean, but yeah. right. Well, but be, this would be more. Well, it'll be your genetic imprint. Yeah. Okay, so it'll be your own tissue, so there wouldn't be no discoloration because yeah. if you have a face transplant right now, there's a, a discoloration from the attachment because the skin is dead. For a little bit of time, you know, because it's frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's stimulated again. Once it gets stimulated, they attach it to the, you know, there's no downtime to this. Yeah. For something like that, they just print off a face from your, your pictures and put it on. And you. just put it on. And to me, it's the, almost like face off. <laughs> and you know what the crazy thing is, is I was watching a thing on YouTube. It was from the History Channel. The guy, and I'm glad you brought that up, the guy who came up with this, the concept of using the the 3D printer for bioprinting, mm-hmm. was doing this, and he's still doing this, for um, Afghanistan and, and Iraqi veterans. That's the whole reason why they did this. That's what I thought, because to me it seems like it would be more useful for people, you know, that have been through action. And, um, but the thing that really blew my mind, they're like, well, where did you come up with this idea? And he goes... Star Trek. And everybody's like, there was like a dead pause in, in the videotape. And you can hear a guy off camera like, Star Trek? He goes, yeah, I remember that episode when um, the the whatever alien race was... Klingon? Yeah, well, no, I don't think it was Klingon. I would remember that one. But <laughs> they were scanning humans and making human clones. And they're like, oh, no, you know. And he said, well, that's what gave me the idea. He goes, I've been a lifelong trackie for, you know, since he was a little boy. And literally just the concept of science fiction, just that one episode, 
and now this is what we have. And now, yeah. like I said, we're three to five years away. God forbid we, we ever, you know, we needed new lungs because we smoked. You know, print that shit out. Well, the thing you have to worry about would be the doctor. Yeah. Like, as long as you had a capable doctor, basically people could live a long time. Yes. Well, the thing that bothers me about this is you know as well as I know that it comes out and it's being used a lot. Eventually, plaque surgeons are going to get their hands on this. And people are going to be looking like whoever they want. It's going to be scary. Yes. And that was another thing that they were talking about was, uh, you know, people that had like. I want to look like Britney Spears. <laughs> I want to like Christina Aguilera. It's true. They'll well, be doing that. But with. Yeah. Um, well, not for cosmetic purposes right now. But, yeah. you know, they're saying people with like who's had a. Vis- or not vasectomy. That's a dude. Vasectomy for yeah. women. You yeah. Know? Um, they can print the tissue. And them just, breasts again. Yeah. And no one would know. No one would even know that they had the surgery. That's cool. Breast implants take a whole new turn. I was going to say. You could literally get whole new breasts. Yes. It it would just be, it wouldn't be, you know, the. uh, Silicone or saline. Yeah. It'd be real breast tissue. Yes. That's crazy. And and to me, it just blows my mind because. I'm thinking, like, what if they do this and it it gets so advanced where, like, because you know how we get, um. clogged arteries and stuff like that right so like what if we what if this gets so advanced that people that have like super high cholesterol they can get like arteries and veins replaced oh yeah that that like that's what i'm thinking i'm like what if they do that if this thing becomes popular they're gonna make it where a lot of things are gonna be able to be replaced yeah Yeah. so for your brain probably anything yeah punch out an eyeball because your eye is bad or something forget glasses glasses would be a thing of the past they just print you out a brand new eyeball Connect your optical nerve. Poof, you got perfect twenty twenty vision. This that kind that kind of like makes me think like the human race is gonna be fucked. <laughs> Why? Because there's so many people living so much longer now that the economy is getting fucked because there's so many people. Right. So. Oh no! This will only be available to rich people. So all the dead, all the dead people, all the old, all the old and sick and poor people are gonna be fucked. That's what I'm saying though. But if people are living for longer times. They're gonna kill off all the people that we don't want. Exactly. That's how society is. Exactly. And and uh, you know, I, I mean, on the opposite spectrum of you know getting breast implants, walking there. Hey, doc, my dick's too small. Give me a James Dean dick. Okay, let me print it out for you. Right. <laughs> it would be good though. For, you know, like the people, the people who like lose their genitals, shit like that. Uh huh. Like. Like a oh. brother. Not his testicles. Not, like they, I seen this one thing where this guy got his pants caught in something, at, uh, like a machinery, and he got his dick ripped off. Yeah, hold Ooh. on, just for a second. I said her that brother. Made me cringe. I didn't say the brother, which is me. No, no. Just make distinction there. Everything's fine on my end. I don't want emails. Oh my god, you don't got no balls? No, they're there. Everything's good. Well, people different person. Well, people like that can get um, <clears throat> penises. And then you gotta think about like transgender people. They can actually make them a penis for the women. That's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, then that's scary because you wouldn't be able to tell who is a man or woman. No. But I mean, at that point though, would would the I don't know that that brings on a whole different. They're not like, give me give me a face like Christina Aguilera, but give me Angelina's jo- and Angelina Jolie's lips. <laughs> and freaking... That's how it's gonna be. But I mean, yeah. But that's that's an interesting concept because would that would that blur or even 
make the lines of transsexual. They're probably going to be able to recreate like mean? hair follicles and stuff, so people have completely different hair. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm saying like because you brought up you know transgender people, mm-hmm. they would be. How do I explain this? They would be a if, if a if a chick went in there and said, "I want to be a dude," they could make the the person biologically a dude. Yeah. Okay. To the point where eventually, you know, if they wanted to, and and you know, we'll get to this point where they'll have working gonads. Yeah. So even though the person was born a chick, they could literally go in, have a replacement, you know, the, the biosurgery, not the biosurgery, but the bioprinting, make surgery, make them an actual physical male, not only on the exterior, but they could do it on the interior. Because if they're doing it outside, they can do it on the inside. inside. Yeah. yeah. So does that blur the lines? You know what I'm saying? Because now, yes, you can you can have your dick chopped off and, and make it look like you're a woman, but you just that's just a visual. But with this type of technology... Yeah, you could actually physically be another gender. So does that, where does that blur, you know, because it's very frowned upon in our society, you know, for anybody that's out of the quote unquote norm. Yeah. But where does that, you know, where does that change? I don't know. I mean, well, even nowadays, like people are getting married and like they'll find out, oh, that their spouse is a different sex than what they thought. Well, I, I heard now, and this is just, like I said, getting your dick chopped off and, and having it rewired. There was a gynecologist who got married. He was married for a long time and didn't know that his wife was born a dude. And he's a fucking gynecologist. Wow. So, I mean, just the cover-up is unbelievable now. Yeah. You know, just... Ugh. You know, early hysterectomy or something. But not even that. And that's what I'm saying. Is if for a transgender, and my imagination is just going wild with this right now. (laughs) You can literally have a uterus grown inside of you. You could be a dude, born a dude. But if you have your plumbing replaced, you could literally give birth. That's what I'm saying. Is that where the, the... the line between male and female becomes blurred. I don't know. See what I'm saying? It's just like mind-boggling. I know. Seeing red, science class, 101. We're really <laughs> getting into it. But, um... Oops. Sorry, folks. My, wire, my wireless mouse. I have a new wireless mouse. Um... But yeah, back to the, you know, the, the, <laughs> we got off on a, well, I got off on a sex tangent on it. But, you know, um, right now, like what they're doing with the 3D printers mm-hmm. is they're scanning like war veterans that have, um, skull trauma. And they're like, okay, well, let's take an old picture of you and they'll take pictures, you know, try to find a place of where the trauma is, take an old picture, scan that, make layers on it, right? So instead of having like a flat metal piece of, of uh, graphite or something put onto your skull to cover up, you know, whatever trauma, mm-hmm. it's, what is it? It's me like thick tissue. Yeah. Well, no, what it is, is it's actually a stone. It's a base of a stone, but they have ways, once they print it out, they, they print it in layers. 
and then they put it to some type of compound, and it it's just like skull. Wow. So mm-hmm. what happens is is they'll you know cut it open wherever the injury is, and the, it just fits right. It's just like a perfect puzzle piece. It just pop right back into place. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. Um, I know we we've. I, I, My I imagination was, is going wild yes. too. I'm just like all the possibilities. You know, at what point? You know, now now we're getting into some like serious sci-fi. Okay, you're 200 years old. Your body's just about had it. You've had all the replacement surgeries you can have. Time for a new body. Scan my body. Let's just go ahead, pull my uh, <laughs> pull my brain and spinal column, and we'll put it in a different body. That's like Ghost in the Shell type shit, right? Yes. There. <laughs> They're like, they take the brain out with the spinal column, you know, all the nerves and stuff like that, and then they they get you into a prosthetic body, but the pos- the prosthetic body attaches to all your nerves, so you can feel everything. Right. But you're also a lighter, more faster version of yourself. Efficient and, of yourself. Yeah, you're just more than what you were, now, essentially. Here's an interesting piece, because I, I stumbled across this, is the Christian, well, not just Christian community, but, you know, anybody that has a spiritual-based community uh-huh. are saying, no, no, you know, about total body transplants, because they feel that once you go and you put your brain into another body, your spirit leads. Once your brain and your your heart is well, your brain don't stop, but once your heart stops and you go into another body, they're saying your spirit's gone, so you're a soulless being. What do you think about that? I don't know. I'd say if they're able to keep your brain alive through the transplant, and there's no, there's no like people get heart yeah. transplants all the time. Right. They're still alive. It's not like yeah. they went brain dead or anything. Because this is the way I imagine it. If you have a, a, a total body transplant, okay, number one, yes, I, I would be like, you know, Hulk Hogan. Well, Hulk Hogan's kind of overused. But, you know, somebody, I, I don't want to be like, but yeah. by God, you better put some muscles on that fucking body. <laughs> yeah. And, but, um, once you 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 become conscious, you become centered again. You wake up. It would to me, it would just be like waking up from being put under. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't think you're completely dead. You know, your brain's still functioning. You're not dead. You're just not there. Because essentially, yeah, you're, you're in a coma. Because again, you know, and obviously, there's no such thing as a full body. Oh my god, that would be so cool. But, um. Because it's all genetically compound of you. So by this time, if they're making full body replicas, they know how to attach the nerves correctly so there wouldn't be no paralysis. Exactly. Yeah, all I got to say is if this does come out, let everybody else go try it first so they can be the dummies and die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got to get the kinks out of that shit. <clears throat> They'd be like, knock on 50 years later. It'd, it'd be, be like... kind of cool though if they did, like people who are old are dying. Mm-hmm. They were already going to die anyway. Like, they're probably going to die. Or they're, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they were sick, and they got a chance to try to be able to do this. And it worked. That'd be amazing, you know? Yeah. In, in some secret laboratory, they'd be like, okay, wake up, Mr. Disney. We're good to go. It'd be like right. fucking RoboCop and shit. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then they come out and be like, I am RoboCop. I'm like, Speaking of RoboCop. Yes. Did you hear about the remake? Yes. Actually, the last Who's the Boss? Um, 
I went on Facebook. Totally and, off subject, by the way. And yeah, it's cool. Um, I went on Facebook and I said, "Ask me anything." AMA, and people were asking, and one of one of the questions was, uh, you know, what did I think, what movies I was looking forward to coming out, and I did this like half an hour spill just talking about Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I seen the trailer. I don't know about the movie itself because I, I I like the way that they made RoboCop look, but I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I like the original RoboCop. So I yeah. Like this one. <sighs> they're gonna fuck it up. I know they're gonna fuck it That's up. That's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't know do. about it. Twenty One Jump Street though was good. Remake wise. Do you remember the Twenty One Jump Street series? Yeah, with Johnny Depp. Yes. Yeah. You were only a baby. I remember this. I used to watch it. Yes, I know, because I watched it. (laughs) I was like... It's completely different, but... Well, yeah. I mean, there was some comedic scenes to it, but yeah. Yeah. I was actually kind of disappointed. I didn't watch it all the way through. I got a couple couple minutes in, and I realized that they completely changed everything about it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, real fast. So we're we're talking about movies. we We started watching the American Horror Story, the... Oh, yeah. Second season. Uh-huh. And I was telling you like, how the first season was Murder House. Second yes. season was Silence. Well, like, the first season of Murder House is about, like, ghosts like that, like, paranormal type stuff. These ghosts were all trapped. Whoever died in this house was trapped there. Yes. Well, the second season, I was, it, when I read the thing, it said it was about, um, this asylum called Briar Manor. It was, like, a, a state asylum, and it, uh, it said that where this, uh, blood, the serial killer, the infamous serial killer Bloody Face lives. Okay. I'm like okay, I start watching it. That shit's about aliens. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's really good. So much better than the first season. Yeah, they they. Uh, it's I got the same no, people in no, it. No, which one? What season is this? Two. Season two. two. It's two. Called, yeah, uh, it's on Netflix. Asylum. So. And I'm gonna give a little bit of spoilers. Basically, this guy gets thrown into. Um, this all happens on the first episode, but this guy gets thrown into the same asylum because they think that he's a, a serial killer of women. Like uh-huh. he, they rips their skin off and like eats them and stuff like that. Mm. And, and the day that, well, that the day that they, before the day before they caught him, he was he was at his house with his wife. She was this is back in the 1960s, I think, mm-hmm. and she was black. Uh huh. And he married her. And she's like, "What are we gonna tell our family?" Or he's like, "What are we gonna tell our families?" You know, they need to know. And then he goes, she goes to make him dinner, and then like these bright lights come on. He's like, "Stay in the house. I'm gonna go see." He goes up to the shotgun, and then all these lights are like blaring and blaring, and then he comes out of the house. Everything's thrown everywhere. His wife is like gone. And then his body gets, like, magnetized up into the ceiling and then drops him. And he wakes up and, like, you see aliens, like, trying to probe him like that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And next it flashes to him being in the asi- going into the asylum. And they're trying to see if he's sane or not to uh, either go to trial or stay in the insane asylum. Right. And no one believes him. He's like, I didn't kill my wife. He goes, that body you found doesn't even have a head. My wife's still alive. And she was still alive. My wife's still alive. Because they found a, a black woman's body with no head. Because the person that did it cut their head off. And like I said, took their skin off and ate part right, of their body. Right. Like that. And it's a crazy series. It has to do with that. And then it has to do with... The ser- there's like a serial killer on the loose. Their doctor is like a crazy ass... Nazi. The doctor that works in the asylum yeah. is like a crazy Nazi... What dude. year is this? 1960s. It's happened in the 1960s. Or 50s. 50s or 60s. I don't 50s know. Or, yeah. But he was like a Nazi veteran that's doing like these experiments on people, and there's like a lot going on, and it's crazy. People need to watch this. I'm not gonna. When we found out who the serial killer was, I was like, "What? Really? Yeah." yeah. Because I keep hearing that it's a really good show, but I just it, haven't said like it. I I never really because 
I never really thought about it because I I seen like the um the commercials and stuff for it and I was like mm. you know how they are like the commercials are really good and then you go to watch it and it's like yeah the, the show is complete shit like the first right. season like I said was good but the second season really way, way better. better yeah like yeah. it's so good like there's so much going on I'm telling you. oh and there's demon possession there too like there's all yep. kinds of crazy stuff going on in that well the, the the asylums ran by um it's a catholic it's asylum. a catholic asylum uh, yeah okay and then you're dealing with like a like we she said the the, the nazi doctor Demon possession, serial killer yeah. on the loose, and aliens. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's some fucked up shit. And this is all going on in one series. Yes, yes. One, one season. season. One season. Yeah, yes. and the season's like how many episodes? 10? 12, 13. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, it's one season. That's all happening in one season. Like it's crazy. And now, have you? No, you're finished with it, or no? No, no, no. We're, we're still in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. We just found out who the serial killer is. Okay. I'm not gonna say because I don't want to ruin it. But no, yeah. don't come to me because yeah. eventually I will sit down and I'll watch it. That's why I didn't want to tell you too. I don't want to go too much into detail, but like I said, the alien thing, I was just like, because yeah, like, like I saw Asylum, and then the first episode, I'm like, aliens? What the, what the hell? I was like, are we sure this is even the right show? Wait a second here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on the right show. And then like, I had to laugh because the very first episode, all it shows is like these people in the asylum, and they're like exploring <laughs> it, like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, a wife, whatever. Uh huh. And they're taking pictures, and then. Because Bloody Face is the serial killer. This I is like, like that present, name, This by is the present way. time right now. Like okay. The people in that, on that part. They're like, let's go see where they kept Bloody Face or whatever. So they go over there and they're taking pictures and they go into the room. And he, Adam Levine, you know who that is, right? Yes. The singer of Room 5. Well, he's the boyfriend. And she's like putting his arm there trying to open the door. She's like, if you open it, I'll blow you, right? So like she's starting to go down on him. He's like trying to get his arm in there with the camera and see what there is. Uh-huh. He's like, what the fuck is that? And, and she, he's like, get off me, get off me. And he pulls out and his arm ripped off. Oh shit! Yeah, like, this is awesome. This is and this is good. season two. And mind season you, two, episode it, one. It goes back and forth between present and past in both seasons. Right. Yeah. So in the first season, it's kind of like conflicting because you don't know which one's which until well, you first, get more. In the first season, like it's really good too. It's like all the it has all the ghosts that died in that people that died in that house from different. The house was built, I think, in the 1920s. Uh huh. So all the people from the beginning to the end. And like the only hole I found in it is like. There's a part where a psychic comes in, she's like, this house is really evil, there's a darkness in here, and it wants to consume you. They never said where the darkness came from. No. Ever. They never explained that. They said along with the spirits, there's like a darkness in here. And it goes from like, the very first people that lived, I think it was actually the 1800s, the very first people. I don't know about that, because the guy was... So should I skip the first season? Or no, should I... watch it. No, watch yeah, it. watch it. It's good. Yeah, it's... it is good, but it's not nearly as good as the second season. Gotcha. No. It's and a lot Are you slower. watching the third season right now? The no. third season's on TV right it's now. On t- well, it just ended. Yeah. It's called Coven. Yeah. About the witches. I really want to see if it's on demand or if it's on Hulu or something because I want to watch it. And the new season coming out this year is going to be Carnival, which is going to be Carnival. Exciting. Carnival. Yeah, Carnival. Oh, I, when, I, when I think about that, I think of fucking Silent Hill. Yeah. It's actually pretty scary. Like, even though it's on cable and it has uh-huh. a lot of. Because I'm watching this right now. It's got a lot of nudity. Right there. Yeah, Nons right there. I'm like, and a lot of profanity. It's on FX, right? I'm like. There's a guy's ass in the air. There's like everybody's having sex all the time. Like I'm like, this is on TV and it cuss and everything. Maybe I need to watch it. Maybe that'll inspire me to to make uh, another horror. Well, I was gonna say make in- Incubus a little bit more spicy. It, it's, it's got good. some good shit in it. Like honestly, it, it really does. Like some shit that you would probably never fucking think of. Like the second season, I'm telling you. Shit. Yeah. You ever thought of aliens and serial killers and monsters? Uh huh. All in one season and exorcisms. Yeah, and exorcisms. Um, real fast, I'm going to change, uh, subjects to another show because I'm curious. I don't know if we actually talked about this on air 
well, I did tell you about uh, Todd and Pure Buckley Evil mm-hmm. on air, but I, I don't know. No, if... We talked about it off air because I told you we started watching yeah. it. Yeah. What do you guys think? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was just overall very comical. Like some funny. of the stuff is just like stupid, <laughs> but some of the stuff is just off the wall funny. So I, 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 I no, like we got to keep watching it. We've been going through, well, cause we were watching Dexter for a long time. Uh-huh. I watched like season one through seven. Seven. And we're depressed because we, we already know this. Well, well she, it's not, I'm not depressed. She knows. I'm depressed because she told me the ending of it. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. I still want to watch it, but I just want to take a break for now. And I've been watching this. So there's only two seasons of it. Well, I've seen a few seasons of Dexter. Um, it gets really, really good. A friend of mine, long time ago, let me borrow the first three seasons, mm. and I've watched those. How many? There's seven seasons. Eight. Eight, eight seasons. Eight's the final. So season. I still have a a while. Yeah. It's just eventually I, I will slow down. You know, things will start. Well, eventually, and yeah. I'll, I'll sit down and, and and start working or not stop stop working and watch. Yeah. Um, but I guess I have a list of things I want to see. I, I there's movies on Netflix that I see. I was like, oh, that looks good. I add it to it. my list. Yes. Watch it later. Yes. <laughs> um. So let's see. We've covered a lot of science this episode. Um, I wish I had like some type of dog porn news to give to you, but I guess people are finally coming to their senses. That or we we've co- we've done so many episodes of Seeing Red, we've covered it all. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, I might as well give you an update. I've scrapped, and this is probably comes to no surprise to either of you. I've scrapped what I have written so far on my autobiography, and I'm starting again. I'm going to rewrite it. Yeah, same thing you did with the Yolt Gnome. Um, just because, and I read that piece to you guys, and I was like, you know, that's really fucking depressing. Yeah. And that's not what I want this this to be about. I want people to read it and find inspiration. Yeah. You know. I know. Your your shit was like Batman the beginning. It's like I, I, my parents died. I was a lonely kid. Like, what? What the fuck am I reading? <laughs> that was an autobiography, not a fucking morning page. <laughs> exactly. That's the way it felt. So I'm I'm gonna I'm actually gonna try to reapproach it in more of a comical um I'm still going to You can start off with, hey, boys and girls, it's David K. Montoya with my autobiography. Actually, I think that's how I start. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I start the introduction is, uh, hey, boys and girls. <laughs> my God. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell the same stories that I was just telling, but I'm going to try to bring it like, in more of a comedic. Yeah, laugh I think I did a pretty good impression, yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> because, and that's kind of the thing, I think, that really brings it full circle is yes there's been some really sh- you know tough shit that has happened in my life but the trick is is as long as you can laugh at it laugh it off and mm. keep on going that's the trick exactly so as long as you can laugh at yourself when you're when you're in pain you know you're all right um tomorrow let me back up a bit do you guys like 80, 80s movies some of them some, yeah. yeah i was going to say somewhat I'm going to put in a plug-in for our friends from the Great White North. Uh, Mike, Rob, and Jason, I've been bugging them for like a couple months now to do an 80s special flick, mm. and they're going to record it tonight. So we're going to have an 80s special um, 
tomorrow. And I know they listen to Seeing Red, so is there any particular 80s movies that you want to listen to? I mean, I, I've actually, I've already given them my list. What did you have? Um, I had Porky's, Revenge of the Nerds, Meatballs, um, you know, pretty much all the old soft porn, you know. That when I think eighties movies, that's what I think. I think soft porn. I think of eighties movies. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's something we need to do as a scene red. When I think of eighties, I think of Spaceballs. I hate that movie so much. My God, <laughs> really? You don't like Spaceballs? My favorite scene in that movie is when they're 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 combing the uh, the beach to find stuff, uh, and, and, the, the, and the black guys. dude's got the pick, like. What'd you find? Oh, we haven't found anything, sir. What did you find? Oh, we haven't found anything either, sir. What'd you forget? What'd you guys find? We ain't find shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite fucking scene. Uh, why don't you like people? Or no, it's because it, it was because that, that was Nancy's favorite movie, and all she ever watched was that. Oh, all really? The time. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> now, Meatballs is a, a camp movie about these teenagers that go to camp, and an alien visits them, and there's lots of sex and boobs and. What yeah. the hell? Yes, yes. And you know what? My mom rated me that movie. Really? Yes. She didn't know what it was, did she? This, I... is, the woman who took, this is the woman who took me to see South Park when I was 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, she go, we go to the dollar, the old dollar theater, mm -hmm. and her and Jonathan went and saw something, and me and Santa went and saw South Park. Longer, harder, and uncut. Yeah. Yes. I have that and on DVD. I'm like, I'm thinking, if my mom was in here, I was going to say, I got that flipped. on VHS. <laughs> she would have flipped out if my mom would have been in there. Oh, yeah. All right, kids, we've actually made it over the hour mark, so we're going to go ahead and put a pin in it. And, and remember, we won't be back until, what did I say? March, March 3rd. 3rd. So hang tight. We will be back. We didn't break up. There's no splitting. There's no Beatles departure. So I guess for this month, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And if you're just one of those people that think, I hate science, well, then... After listening to this episode, you're seeing red. See you next time. Welcome to Seeing Red.